Shalom to all. Today's office, Yvonne Mishaf Salach Zayin. We are starting nine lines from the top with a brand new Mishnah. In today's office, sponsor Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sara, Basib Yaakov Misha, her Nisham Shadav and Aliyah, and Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yantov, Ben Asher Anshol, his Nisham Shadav and Aliyah. Now, with this Mishnah, we continue discussing two concepts we had yesterday. Number one, Nichlitzon Barzal. We said that was the property a woman brings into the marriage. It gets evaluated, and she receives that value back when the marriage is terminated. But the item itself, for all intents and purposes, is the husband's. We also learned that a Bas Yisrael, the married Akain, is allowed to eat Truma as long as her husband's alive. However, once he dies and she's Chizeres Lebes Avia, she goes back to her father's house, she loses her right to eat Truma. But if she has descendants from him, a child, a grandchild, then she's allowed to continue eating Truma. So the Mishnah tells us, Bas Yisrael Shanises Lekayin, we have a Bas Yisrael, she's married to a Kayin, Umes, and he died, Vihinichamu Beres, but he left her pregnant, Lo Yechla her Avadim, specifically her Avdei Tzayim Barzel, are not allowed to continue eating Truma. Why not? Mipnei Chalka Shel Ubar, because the Chelek, the Ubar, the unborn fetus, has in them. And we're going to explain that in a moment. Show Uber Paisel in a Machel because an Uber apostles his mother from eating Truma and he does not allow her to eat Truma. That's Rebiesi's opinion. So let's understand this from the end to the beginning. If she didn't have children and when her husband the Kayan died, she was pregnant, she is not allowed to continue eating Truma, even though she's pregnant, since the baby has not been born yet, she's considered to be without children. That's what Einaimachel means. The Uber, the unborn fetus, does not enable her to eat Truma. Now let's say she was a Bas Kayan married to a Yisrael and her husband died leaving her pregnant, even though she's Chazeres Lebeis Avia, which is her father's house, and technically she should be allowed to eat Truma, she's not allowed to eat Truma because she is pregnant. And that's what Paisal means. This unborn fetus, this Ubar, apostles her from eating Truma in her father's house. And now focusing on our case, our case of the Mishnah is referring to a woman that has other children from the Kain, so she is definitely allowed to continue eating Truma. However, since these Avadim are Nechzei Tuem Barzel, and that means that all the Yarshim have a share in them, this fetus of hers is considered a Yarash, and therefore has a Chelik in the Avadim. But here's the catch, and this is something that's very important that's going to be running through the entirety of today's Gemara. Since he's still unborn, and as we just said, an Ubar is Enoi Machil, that means that the Avadim are not allowed to continue eating Truma because they are owned in part by someone that prevents them from eating. Now that you gave us this Eidos, you told us this Halacha about a Bas Yisrael being married to a Kain, Av Bas Kain Lekain. Even if it was a Bas Kain married to a Kain, Umes, and he died, Vinichim Ubers, and he left her pregnant, Lo Truma, the Avadim shouldn't be allowed to eat Truma, Mipnei Ubar, because her Ubar has a Chelek in these Avadim, and according to you, an Uber is a Neimachel, so it shouldn't make a difference whether the wife is a Bas Kayin or if she's a Bas Yisrael. And now we explore. Ibayil Huda asked the following question. Tamad Rabbi is Rabbi Yassi's reasoning Mishum Kasavar because he holds Uber Zara Zarhu that an Uber in the stomach of a non Kayin is considered a non Kayin, even though once a child is born, it's going to be considered a Kayin, since it's not born yet and its mother is a non Kayin, so we would consider this Uber a non Kayin, which means that this Uber, which is a non Kayin, has Chelik in these Avadim, and these Avadim definitely would not be allowed to eat Truma. If a one that owns them is a non-Kayin, or perhaps Rabbi far is Yolod Machil she'en Yolod Machil. Only if the child is born already, he enables someone, either his mother or Avadim, to eat Truma. But since this child hasn't been born yet, they are not able to eat Truma, as we explained in the Mishnah. The Gemara asks, "My Nafkamina, what would the Nafkamina be?" The answer is Uber Me Kayenes. If we're talking about an Uber in the stomach of a Kayenes, if she's a Kayenes, then the reason of Uber Me Zara Zarhu because this child wouldn't be a Zar, this child would be considered a Kayin, and therefore the Avadim would be allowed to eat Truma. But according to the second Svara, even if the mother's a Kayenes, the Avadim still would not be allowed to eat Truma. Now, Amar Rabbi, he says, Hainu Tamad Rabbi this Rabbi Yesi Svara, the Kasavar, he holds, Uber Rame Zara, Zarhu. Rabbi Yesi, Amar Rabbi Yesi argues, and he says, Your Lord Machel, She'en Your Lord Eni Machel, that's the reason for Rabbi Yesi. The Gemara Asmesu, we have a Brayse that speaks out the conversation between the Chum and Rabbi Yesi in our Mishnah with a little bit more detail. Amar Lord Rabbi Yesi, they told Rabbi Yesi, Now that you told us about what the halacha would be regarding a Bas Yisrael that's married to a Kayin, Bas Kayin Lekayin Mao, what about a Bas Kayin who's married to a Kayin? Would the Avadim be allowed to eat Truma? Amar Lahemi told them, Zush 
shamati v'zulai shamati. I only heard about what I told you about. I only heard a halacha regarding if a bas Yisrael is married to a kain, not what the halacha would be if a bas kain is married to a kain. So now we analyze. If you want to say uber mezar zarhu, that the reason why the vadim are truma is because the uber in the stomach of a non kain is still considered non kain. Hanu the kamerlezu shamati v'zulai shamati. That's why he told them. I only heard the halacha regarding this and not regarding that. I only heard the halacha regarding when the mother is a non kain, but not when the mother is a kain. But if you want to say his reason for that Vodim not being allowed to eat Truma is because of Yulod Machel, She'en Yulod Ein Machel, and it's all because the child's just simply not born yet, so my Zu Shamati, Zu Shamati. Why would he say, I only know the Halacha regarding this and not regarding that? Ihihi, it's the same exact case. It doesn't make a difference what the mother is, if she's a Kain or a non Kain. The whole point is that the child's not born yet. The Gemara says, Kashi, right? It's more Mastabra to say like Rabbah and not like Rav Yosef. Now, I'm Rav Yudam Rashmul, Zu Div Rav This is Rav Yosef's opinion in our Mishnah. What do the Chacham hold? say, if this Kain has sons, the Avadim are allowed to eat because of his sons. If he doesn't have sons, they're allowed to still continue eating Truma because of his brothers. His brothers are going to be Yairishim, and therefore these Avadim are allowed to eat because of his brothers. If he doesn't even have brothers, these Avadim are still allowed to continue eating Truma because of the Kain's entire extended family. He most definitely has some sort of relative, which is a Kain, which is going to inherit him, and that's why these Avadim are allowed to continue eating Truma. The bottom line is, the Chamam hold this Ubar does not have a Chalak in these Avadim, and that's why they're not able to pass all these Avadim from eating Truma. The Gemara now asks on Rabbi Hudu B'Shem Shmuel, Zu, Velois Firele, he said that this is the opinion of Yaisi, and implies this is the opinion of Yaisi, but I don't hold of him. But we know Ha'amalei Shmuel Rav Chanabai Gusah, Shmuel told Rav Chanabai Gusah, Puk Aisi Li Be'asara, please get 10 people for me, to aim Lachban Payu, that I could tell you in front of these 10 people, Hamazakal Uber Kana, that someone that's Mazak and Uber something, that Uber is Kainet, even though that Uber is still unborn. We see from here clearly that Shmuel holds and Uber is able to be Kainet something, which means that he does hold a Grab Yaisi, that this unborn Uber does have a chilek in the Avadim. The Gemara answers, you're right, El Azu When Shmuel said, this is the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi, and this is what the Chachamim say, it means, I hold like Rabbi Yaisi, and I don't hold it like Chachamim. The Gemara asks, if that's really so, my Kamash Mullah, so what's Shmuel trying to teach us? To plead your Rabban and Aleid Rabbi Yaisi? Did the Rabban argue with Rabbi Yaisi? Umi plead you, do they really argue with Rabbi Yaisi? Ve'ha'amar Rabbi Zakai, Rabbi Zakai said, Zu Edus Heid Rabbi Yaisi, and Pishmai Vavtalyon. This is an Edus that Rabbi Yaisi said in the name of Shmai and Avtalyon, Vahidulai, and the Chacham agreed to him. So we see that the Chachamim don't argue with Rabbi Yaisi. So Ravashi answers, no. Mikitani Vikiblu, does it say that they accepted his opinion? Vahidulai Katani. It says that they agreed to him. What's the difference between accepting and agreeing to him? They're saying, your time, your reason is logical, but we don't necessarily agree to your opinion. We still argue with your opinion. And we continue with this topic. We have a brisa with a number of different opinions. Tanarabana, we have a brisa. Hiniach Banim, if this kind died and he left over sons. Elu Elu Eichlin, both these and those, the Avdi Mulug and the Avdi Tzayim Barzal, they continue to eat Truma. The Avdi Tzayim Barzal eat because they're sons, and the Avdi Mulug eat because she eats, and she eats because she has children from the Kayin. Hiniach Mubarz, let's say when this Kayin died, he left her and she was pregnant. Elu Elu Ein Eichlim, neither of them are allowed to eat. As we've said before, Uber Ene Machel, he has a Chalik in these Avadim, but he does not enable them to eat, so therefore no one's allowed to continue eating Truma. Let's say, Hiniach Banim Vihiniach Mubarz, he left over sons, and he left her over, she was pregnant. Just like she continues eating, since they're considered her property, and she's allowed to continue eating because she has children, so her Avdi Mulug also continue eating. However, Avdi Tzambarzal lo yoichlu, the Avdi Tzambarzal are not allowed to continue eating truma b'pnei chelko she'uber because of the chelko of the uber. As we said, she'uber paisel ve'enoi machel, div Reb Yaisi, that's Reb Yaisi's opinion. Reb Yishmael Reb Yaisi, I'm Reb Mishum Aviv, Reb Yishmael Reb Yaisi says the name of his father, Reb Yaisi, habas macheles, haben enoi machel. The daughter enables the Avadim to continue eating truma, but a son does not enable them to continue eating truma, and we're going to explain this on Amud Beis. Now, Reb Shemba Yechayim, Reb Shemba Yechayim says, Zacharim Yaichlu. If there's male children left over, then the Avadim are allowed to continue eating. Kulan However, if the only children that are left over from this kind are females, Lo Yaichlu, the Avadim are not allowed to continue.
continue eating. Perhaps the Uber is going to end up being a male. And daughters don't get any Yerusha when there's a son there. Now, just to explain what Rav Shem Baruch is saying. If there are male children, the Avadim continue to eat because of them, and we don't pay attention to the fact that she's pregnant. For all that we know, the baby might be a girl, and girls don't share the Yerusha anyway. And even if you want to say that the Uber is going to be a boy, it's very possible she's going to miscarry. Because of this suffix, we don't say that the Avadim should be prevented from eating Truma. However, when there's only girls, then we're chayshish that the Uber is a boy, and then he would be the sole Yairesh, and therefore the Avadim are prohibited from eating Truma until he's born. And the Gemara is going to analyze the seeming contradiction between these two parts of Rav Shem statement. Now the Gemara just asked, my area Hashem Yimtza Uber Zachar, why is that you're saying that Avadim would not be allowed to eat when there's only girls and she's pregnant because maybe this child is going to be a male? Why don't we say in this case as well that even if the child is in a keva, even if she's a female, she's going to pass Avadim from eating? The Gemara answers, It's one and another thing. First of all, even if this unborn child is in a keva, she would pass Avadim from eating. Furthermore, Hashem Yimtza Uber Zachar, maybe the Uber is going to be a male, and the daughters who are alive, they don't have any Yerusha if this unborn child is really a male. We continue analyzing Rav Shemarachah's shita. He had said, Zacharim Yaichlu. If there's male children that are still alive, so then the Avadim are allowed to continue eating. Ask the Gemara of Iker Ubar. There's an Ubar here, an unborn child, and that unborn child has a Chelek in the Avadim, and as we said, an Ubar's Enoi Machel. So Gemara says, Kasavar Rav Shemarachah holds, Samach Zainoi Bezantab, Ein Chashin Lemiuta. We're not Chashish for a Miut. It's only 50% chance that she's pregnant with a boy, because it's 50% girl, 50% boy, and even if she is pregnant with a boy, there's a chance she's going to miscarry. Since this is a Miyot, that we're going to have a surviving boy over here, we don't answer that one from Truma because of this Miyot. Vibai Samuel, alternatively, we could say that we are chashish for the miyot, and it's very possible that she's pregnant with a boy and the boy will survive. So the reason why the avadim are allowed to continue eating is that we make a takanu, we come up with a solution for this unborn child. Just like Yusayim that come to divide their father's estate, and some of these Yusayim are katanim, and they're not able to get involved in the chalukah because they're under bar mitzvah. So Bezin appoints for them an apotropos, which is a guardian or a representative, and he makes sure to choose a good portion for them. Once they grow up, they are able to make a macha, they could protest this portion that they got and they could try to redivide the estate. Rav Nachman himself says, even once they grow up, they're not able to protest that which was done for them before they were bar mitzvah. If so, how do we see that Bezin has a strong kaiach over here that they can appoint this apotropos? The apotropos isn't really accomplishing anything for him. Now, either which way, we see from here that we're going to choose a portion for the Yusayimim that are unable to do so themselves, like Yusayim Ketanim. And the same thing goes for the Ubar. We're going to choose a portion for him in the father's estate, excluding. Avadim, therefore the Avadim can continue eating Truma. The Gemara now tells us, Let's say that this what Rav Nachman just suggested is Machlekes Tanaim. It seems to be that Rav Shem Baruchai would agree to it, and the Tanakhama the Bride so does not agree to it. The Gemara says, Loy, the Kuleyama Isul with Rav Nachman, everyone agrees to the suggestion Rav Nachman made that if Bezin were to choose a portion for this unborn Uber, of course everyone would agree that that would work, and the Avadim would be allowed to continue eating Truma. Over here, the Machlekes is, are we chashish for a Miyat case? In this scenario where they didn't choose a portion for the Uber, are we going to be chashish that this Uber is a male? And that he's going to survive, and then the Avadim will have a problem. The Tanakhama says yes, Rav Shem says no. And now we've gone to understand the second part of the Brayas, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Shmuel Aviv. He has said the name of his father, Habas Machel Haben Einei Machel. And the Havamin is that what he's saying is that if the only surviving children are girls, then the Avadim can continue eating, but not if they are boys. The Gemara asks, Mashna Ben Doloi Machel Mishum Chalka Sheubar. Why is it that if the surviving children are boys, then the Avadim are not allowed to continue eating because the Ubar has a chelik in the Avadim? Even if the only surviving child is a daughter, still the 
Avadim should not be allowed to continue eating because we do have an Uber over here and he has a chilek in Avadim. Rabbi, he answers, Over here we're talking about where there's only a few Nechasim. There's really not so much property. Now the way Yerusha, according to the Torah, works is that only sons inherit and not daughters. However, the sons are mechayiv to support the daughters. But if there isn't enough to go around, the estate is very small. The Chachamim were metakein that the daughters get supported from the father's estate, the sons get none of it, and they would have to go figure it out on their own, knocking on doors, collecting money if necessary. So over here we're talking about where there was very few nechasim, and it's talking about where there was a son along with the daughter. But If this unborn child is a son, he's not any better than the son which is alive. And the son which is alive is not getting any of the Rusha because there isn't enough. It's going to the daughter anyway. And Ibasi, if this Uber is a daughter, and you're going to say because she's a daughter, she has a chiluki in the Rusha, and therefore she's going to passel the avadim from eating, amai achla, why does she usually eat when there's not enough money? But That's only because of But as long as she hasn't been born yet, so the Rabbanon's takana that she gets to eat from the Yerusha doesn't apply to her. Therefore, for all intents and purposes, the one that's yashining the father is the daughter, and that's why the Avadim are allowed to continue eating truma. The Gemara asks, That which you established that Rishmael Rebbe is talking about that there's very few possessions, Ema Seifa, what about the Seifa of his statement? Perhaps the Uber is going to be a male, and daughters don't yarshin when there's going to be a son, and therefore the Avadim are not going to be allowed to get truma. That's what he had said in the Seifa. But Adarab, the opposite makes sense. As we just said, since we're talking about it, there's very few possessions, all those possessions go to the girls anyway. So who cares if the Uber is a Zachar? The Gemara says, Seifa, Salon Ruben. The Seifa of his statement is talking about where there's a lot of Nechassim. But now the Gemara asks, Even when there's very few Nechassim, they all go to the girls and the boys don't get anything? If these Simon jumped and they preceded and they quickly sold some of the property, even though there was very little property, whatever they sold, they sold and it works. So the whole premise for understanding Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yaisi was based off the fact that Nechasim Mu'atim go to the daughter, but we just proved that's not necessarily true. So Gemara says, you're right. my basic Tani, what does it mean when it says he left over a daughter? Aim, it means the mother, this pregnant mother, is alive. Which means that what Rabbi Shmuel meant to say was is that Abbas Yisrael, who's pregnant but also has a son, her Avde Mulug get to eat Shuma because she does, not the Avde Tzarembarzal though. The Gemara asks, if so, Hani Rabbi that's the same thing that Rabbi Yaisi was saying in the Reisha of the Brisa. The Gemara answers, you're right. Kula Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yaisi Katani Law. The entire Brisa is Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yaisi. The Reisha of the Brisa is Rabbi Yaisi, and the middle of the Brisa is Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yaisi saying it in the name of his father, meaning Rabbi Yaisi is the entire beginning of the Brisa. And we continue with this, and this Mishnah lists halachas which apply both to Abbas Yisrael married to a Kayin and Abbas Kayin married to Yisrael. The Mishnah says, Ha'ubar, Vehayavam, Vehaerusin, Vehacheresh, a deaf mute, Uben Teshashanaviyamechad, and a boy who's nine years old in a day, Paislin, Velaymachilin. They're going to passel this woman from eating truma in her father's house if her father's a Kayin, and they're not going to allow her to eat truma in her husband's house if her husband's a Kayin. And we're going to explain all these in the Gemara. The Mishnah continues, Safek Shuben Teshashanaviyamechad, Safek She'enoi, if it's a Safek whether or not he's nine years old in a day, Safek Hevi Bey Cyrus, if it's a suffix, whether or not he brought two Cyrus proving that he's old enough. Or another case, a house fell on him and on the son of his brother, meaning he married his niece, the house fell on them, and both of them died. But ain't you do, and it's not known, which one died first. The Tzara would get chalitza, not yibum. Sanatik Mark explains the first case of the Mishnah, we're talking about a woman who's pregnant and her husband died. If we're talking about a Baskain who's married to Israel, he puzzles her from going back to her father's house and eating truma in her father's house. The Pasuk says, she goes back to her father's house as in her youth. This excludes if she's pregnant, that's not considered like she's a Naira. And Ibas Yisrael, if we're talking about Ibas Yisrael who's married to a Kain and he dies and she's pregnant, this child does not enable her to eat Shuma. As we learned in the previous Gemara, 
Only a child who's born enables the mother to eat truma, but since his child's not born yet, he doesn't enable the mother to eat truma. The next case we're talking about is a Yavam. Ruvain died, and now his wife is waiting for Yibam. Ibas Kain Israel he, if she's a Bas Kain, but the Yavam is Yisrael. Pasilah, he does not enable her to eat truma in her father's house. Vishavel Beisaviha says in the Pasik that when his woman's husband dies, she gets to go back to her father's house and eat truma there. Prala Shemer's Yavam. This excludes Shemer's Yavam, she's not going back to her father's house. And Ibas Yisrael a Kain he, if she's a Bas Yisrael, and the Yavam is a Kain, Loi Machilah, she's still not allowed to eat truma because Kinyan Kaspa Amrachmana, the Torah says the wife of Kain is allowed to eat truma because she is the Kinyan of his Kasef, Vaha Kinyan to Achifu, and this Shemer's Yavam is the Kinyan of this person's brother, not his Kinyan, so therefore she's not allowed to eat truma either. And we had said Ve'erusin, we have this woman who's engaged, but she's not married yet. Ibas Kain Israel, he, if she's a Bas Kain engaged to Israel, Pasullah, he apostles her from eating truma in her father's house, because he was kind to her with Havaya. Havaya is Kiddushin, since he was kind to her in such a way, she's not allowed to go back to her father's house and eat truma. And Vibas Yisrael Kain, if we're talking about a Bas Yisrael that's engaged to a Kain, Loi Machilah, he's not allowed to give her truma either, Mishum to Ula, because of what Ula says. Even though Midaraisa, technically, this Bas Yisrael should be allowed to eat truma, Ula says we have this problem. The Kain might go visit her in her father's house. Remember, her father's Yisrael and all of her siblings are Yisraelim. He might end up bringing some food with him, which is truma. He's going to give her truma, which Midaraisa, she's allowed to eat. She might end up turning to her brother or her sister and say, hey, why don't you take a bite of this? And she's going to forget that it's truma, and then they're going to end up eating truma, and that's not okay. That's why Ula says that even when we have a Bas Yisrael engaged to a Kain, Midaraisa, she should be allowed to eat truma. Midarabanan, we make this takana, no eating truma. And one more part of the Mishnah where we explain Vahacheresh when she's married to a deaf mute. So we know that a Cheresh is considered to be a lav bardas, and really, halachically, he's not allowed to make a Kenyan. However, here we're going to learn something different. Ibas Kain Yisrael, he, if we're talking about a Bas Kain who's married to Yisrael, who's a Cheresh, Pasullah, he apostles her from eating truma in her father's house to a Kain Batekhanat Rabbanon, because he was kind of her with this Takana Rabbanon. The Rabbanon made a Takana that when a Cheresh marries a woman, it still is a marriage. Again, even though we said he's a lav bardas, Takana Rabbanon says that he is able to get married. So she's allowed to go back to her father's house and eat truma. And if she's a Bas Yisrael that married a Kain who's a Cheresh, Loi Machil, she's still not allowed to eat Truma because Kenyan Kasper Amrachmana, the Torah says she has to be his Kenyan Kasef, Vahaila Bar Kenyan who. And Midai Raisa, he's a Lav Bar Kenyan. So even though Midai Rabban, he's a Bar Kenyan, Midai Raisa, since he's not a Bar Kenyan, we can't say that she's Kenyan Kasper, so she would not be allowed to eat Truma in that case either. We're going to stop here for the day, continue explaining the Mishnah tomorrow. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.